Are you guys newlyweds? You guys, we are. You guys are yes. newlyweds. So yes. we're still in the honeymoon phase here. Yes. All right. No comment. <laughs> That's Andrea Morbolia laughing in the background there. Her husband had absolutely no comment to make. You're newlyweds and you're still working. I love that. That, yes. that work ethic. Where's that coming from? Both of my parents are entrepreneurs, um, very hardworking, grew up in a household. Of seven children, Andrea grew up with seven siblings in the house. I have two older stepbrothers um, and a younger half-sister, so five of, four of them are full and the other are half and partial, but we consider ourselves one big family. One big family, and yeah. that is a big family, seven yeah. mouths to feed. Yeah. So you basically had to, what, make your own clothes or so you had some? <laughs> I'm just making assumptions. Um, I mean, you're not far off with that. Um, I was a very lanky, 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 awkward-shaped child, so to find clothes that fit, um, I had to alter things or make them from scratch. So At what age? Um, I started sewing when I was seven. You're listening to the Weekly Portland Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Hello and welcome to the show. Today I'm speaking with Andrea Morbolia of More Custom Goods. Andrea is a clothing designer. She has a new store opening on 28th and East Burnside on April 3rd. That's a soft opening. And the grand opening is April 15th. Boy, this lady has a habit of winning. She won Best Emerging Designer at the Portland Fashion and Style Awards for 2016, as well as Fashion Next Emerging Designer Competition. She's been featured extensively in Portland magazines, Portland About Face Interview Magazine, and Portland Monthly. Anyway, now we learn more of Andrea's background. Now, you've won all these awards. Emerging Designer Awards. You've emerged? (laughs) I have emerged. Yes. Yes. You've got a big move coming up. So you're going to emerge into that place. Tell us about this big move. Yeah. Um, so I am so lucky and honored to be taking over um, a space in Southeast on the corner of 28th and East Burnside. Um, Great spot. There was a longstanding vintage shop previously in the space. She was there for 12 years. Um, and she moved out at the end of the year, and I know a lot of people were really sad to see her go. I'm hoping um, that I will be warmly welcomed into the neighborhood as um, making things in Portland, keeping things um, kind of with the Portland aesthetic. Um, Which you would describe as what? Casual? Yeah. Cool? Casual, cool, but um, functional. Um, Functional, right. Yeah, functional fashion, I think. Ugh. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Was it embarrassing winning all these awards? Mm. You basically sweep the table. <laughs> um, I mean, I embarrassing. I Embarrassing? I feel very thankful. Are you getting sick of writing acceptance speeches? <laughs> um, I'm, I feel very lucky and thankful. Um, Accolades never really get old. Well, when I first when I won the first thing last summer, I just kind of put the award in the corner of my shop, and then when I won the next one, I put that next to it, and I had a client come in 
that said that they read about something and they're like, where's your award? And I pointed in the corner. She's like, why is it in the corner? And I was like, Ooh, I don't, I don't know. I don't really know what to do with it. She's like, you need to be proud. And I was like, well, I am proud, but I'm, I guess, shy about it. I don't know. <laughs> now you've adopted this Portland aesthetic, but you're well-traveled. You've, you've traveled throughout the United States. You've lived in a lot of different places. And how does that affect your, your aesthetic? Um, what do you bring like, it to the table? Yeah, I feel like um, every place that I've lived, I am typically the most dressed up person in the room. Um, and I definitely stand out in that way in Portland. Um, always wearing heels, always having like, you know, hair done, fancy coat on, whatever that may be. Um, but I feel like anybody that looks at my clothes, regardless of what city that I've lived in, they look at my collections and they say, I would wear that right now. Um, so trying to like maintain um, my visual aesthetic, but keep it in tune with who my clientele are and who's going to be walking through the door to purchase the garments. Coming up, you've got Fate to Light. Yes, next Wednesday. Anything you can tell us, or is it just a complete surprise? Um, so when I showed Spring Summer at um, Fashion Next in October, right, right. that was kind of a preview. Um, so most of the garments are reversible. Most of the garments are unisex. Um, so it's very exciting. Wow, very <laughs> versatile. Yeah. And how was Fashion Next? What was that experience like for you? Fashion Next was incredible. Um, the incredible. Show, the show itself is beautiful. The production um, is very professional. And, um, yeah, they do a great job, Tito and his team. And what about meeting other designers at that show? Because um, a lot of folks were there. Yeah. A lot of award winners like yourself. Um, I had the pleasure of meeting Sarah D'Onofrio for the first time. Yes, right. Um, she is just such a joy. Um, yeah, so many wonderful people were there um, supporting the local designers and community. Now, I notice you have selvage denim in the store. I do. What's the sourcing for the selvage denim that you, you work with? Um... Actually, surprisingly, um, there's a fabric store here that carries a great selection of selvage denim. Really? Um, most of it comes from Raleigh, North Carolina. I went to school in Greensboro, North Carolina, so that feels really good to support that industry there. Um, so Cone Mills um, is out of Greensboro, North Carolina. Wow. Um, so if I can't find it, and previously I have sourced from them, but thankfully here I don't have to do that. Now, we were talking about this earlier. You spent five years... Five plus years in Las Vegas. I did. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. And your time there, were you a designer? Yes. Um, I was fresh out of college. Oh, so I was like you were a blackjack dealer or something. <laughs> no, nothing that cool. Um, I moved there after having an internship, um, kind of traveling the country. I was doing wardrobe for a movie when I was in school. Um, met some great people when I was traveling for that internship, um, and they lived in Las Vegas. So... When I finished my last semester at school, um, I had grown up going to New York. I didn't really have a desire at that time to live in L.A., but I knew I wanted to be in a city. Um, and my friends that lived in Las Vegas were like, come here. There's things happening here. So, um, It's an alternate reality, isn't it, it Las is. Vegas? It is. Um, prior to going there, I 
didn't even have a desire to visit. I never imagined that I would live and, there. And you, were you designing clothing for magicians and, and showman I wasn't, types? Um, no? I was so eager. I like started my started designing for myself. I produced shows, um, worked with the arts district that is very lively in downtown. Um, and we would cro- close off streets and have fashion runway shows right down the middle of the street. Really? First That's Friday. a Vegas thing. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's amplified in Vegas. I love it. Yeah. (laughs) After Las Vegas, I lived in New York for several years, and then I came West Coast and lived in L.A., Um, and then moving up to Portland two years ago, I moved here to be with my then-boyfriend, now-husband, um, and he's from Portland? Nope, he is from New England. He's from Maine. Portland, Maine. Okay, all the right. The other Portland. <laughs> yes. Um, so he moved here three and a half years ago to work for Nike. Um, and we were dating when I lived in L.A. And we were doing a long distance thing. Um, That's really long distance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's about a thousand miles. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, so um, I'd experienced the kind of slower pace um, living in L.A. I lived at the beach, so that was very slow. And coming from New York, it was difficult. Um, It took me about two years to be able to get with that slower pace and slower vibe. And there's a lot less rats. (laughs) Yes, you're right. (laughs) A lot less rats carrying pizzas down the subway. (laughs) Yeah. I have um, several industrial sewing machines. Um, I have a straight stitch um, Juki industrial and a Juki overlock. Um, This 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 stuff looks very expensive. (laughs) Um, This beauty behind you is my newest addition. It's a union special um, chain stitch machine. Chain stitch. Yes, so perfect for working with denim and heavyweight garments. It looks pretty heavyweight, yeah, and it looks awesome. vintage, right? Yes, How old is. is this thing? Um, it is from the 40s. Wow. Yeah. So pretty hardcore. Was, yeah, it was very exciting to find that. What, was it a, difficult to source this thing? Um, I've been looking for one for about a year and a half. Um, really? So it's challenging to find one that's in good working order. Um, and I found it in Washington, so drove out there and picked her up. Um, I've been vegan for um, about s- almost 17 years. Um, so I started when I was in college, and at that time I was part of the vegan hardcore music scene. Um, and it's just always stuck with me. So straight edge, vegan, still living the lifestyle. Yes. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Interesting. Yep. Okay. And further out here in the showroom, what do we, what do we have here? Um, so at the front, um, I merchandise my store by color rather than by, yeah, um, rather than by um, gender, um, because so many pieces are unisex. I don't want anyone to feel like they can't wear something if they like it, if they feel like it's, you know, a men's piece and it's, and they like it and they're a woman or whatever. So, um, oh, that's a great fabric. Yeah, what is this? I'm, uh, fondling. 
That is um, a fabric that was made by Columbia Knit Factory. So they are in Southeast. They've been around for about 100 years. Um, wow, this thing's yeah. built to last. Yeah, it's a 12-ounce cotton. So this is actually um, a collaboration that I did with my husband. Um, so it's a totally separate brand. It's called Death Speed. Death Speed, yeah. I love the name. Um, so kind of modeled after 1970s motorcycle culture. Um, so we both ride and... You do? Yeah. And um, so for about eight months, we collected vintage T-shirts and um, wovens, outerwear pieces, denim and leather alike, um, and reshaped them, giving them a modern fit, and screen printed them. Um, Where did the name designs. come from, Death Speed? Oh, that's such a great question, and my husband is motioning to me to answer. <laughs> um we have said that the, what is it? Say it. <laughs> <laughs> the faster you live, the slower you die. Yeah. So, the faster you live, the slower you die. Yeah, so trying to live life to the fullest every moment that you can. So one of my more recent large projects is uh, working with an agency in town called Burn and Broad. And um, they linked me with Budweiser and Rolling Stone. Um, so for the Super Bowl, I did um, 16 custom garments for a celebrity party that they held. Um, so a variety of outerwear pieces, um, salvage denim jackets, faux fur jackets, um, leather pieces, and... Um, so a big deal. Yeah, it was... It was the biggest deal <laughs> in my life. <laughs> was that a very stressful to work under? Um, it was a very short under time the gun. It was three weeks that I had. Oh my goodness! Wow. Um, so no sleep. You got no, no sleep. No sleep. Um, I brought in my husband. He helped me with studding one of these jackets. It was um, about a thousand studs in one of the leather jackets. Right. Any other help? Um, nope. <laughs> Just you two in three weeks. How many yeah. outfits? Um, so it was, uh, 16 outerwear pieces. Wow. Yeah. My goodness. Um, yeah, but we Getting are... it done. Made in the USA. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I'm working with them again to do some stuff for South by Southwest and, um, also Not doing... bad. Not <laughs> yeah. bad. And we're also doing some stuff for the Made in America, um, awesome concert that happens in New York in September. I think you have emerged, honestly, really <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> Those are some great names. That's, that's really great. And oh, so I'd love exciting. to hear a success story, especially in the city. Oh, and how long have you lived in Portland now? Two and a half years. Two and a half years. So we touched briefly on Anne Bocci's new store, and we both had some nice things to say. To her grand opening. You made um, some connections? or a... Yeah, she's wonderful. Yes. Um, yeah, I went early in the evening, but... Um, yeah, awesome turnout. She's just so sweet and so supportive of local designers. and That whole block awesome. now really has, has come a, a long way. It has. And I think Portland fashion is really on the upswing. You're definitely a part of that. Um, when I showed it Fashion Next, it was part of their um, Up Next Emerging Designer Program. So there were five designers chosen to... Um, show a line and it was uh, over the course of six weeks taking some classes um, one of them was uh, some PR writing right right 
um, with Eden Dawn. And who's also a big name locally in Portland yeah. fashion. Yeah, she's wonderful. Um, Marjorie Skinner also. Also has, big, um, yes. Of course. Um, and uh, Brittany Sierra, who is doing incredible things for designers um, in the social media realm. Um, so she has uh, Aries, which is her larger project, and then Laptops and Small Talk is her fashion-focused project. Um, you were also featured in Portland About Face magazine recently. Can you briefly touch on that? Yeah, sure. Um, they reached out to me after the Fashion Next show um, and wanted to do... Who reached out to you um, from the magazine? It was Courtney Tate. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Um, the author of the article. Yes. Right. Yeah, so she... Um, Great photos oh, in the shoot. You. Tim. Yeah, Tim is wonderful. Tim Sugden. Yeah, he's fantastic. He does a great job. Fun to work with. Wearmore.com. M-O-O-R-E.com. <laughs> Wearmore.com. Yeah. Thank you. And Fade to Light coming up. Yes. What date is that? It is the 22nd. Oh, fantastic. Yep, at the Crystal Ballroom. Well, thank you so much, Andrea. Now, I cannot pronounce your new last name. <laughs> can you Can you please yes. pronounce it correctly for me? The common question. Um, it's Bollier. Okay. So it's French. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. Yeah. Andrea, and uh, we will see you at Fade to Light. And it looks like you're, uh, you've definitely arrived in the city. You're, uh, you're doing great things. Thanks so much for speaking with us today. Thank you so much for having me. Cheers. And thank you for listening to the Weekly Portland Podcast. We're here every Monday at pdxpod.com, also on iTunes. Have a great week. Bye.